0: Welcome back to Love Letters and Mixtapes. I am so glad you're here. This podcast explores all the things that our younger selves needed to hear, whether that was 30 years ago, three years ago, or yesterday. After you listen to this episode, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform. You can also find me on Instagram at lovelettersandmixtapes or send me an email at lovelettersandmixtapes at gmail.com. This is the first new episode I've recorded in a while. Unfortunately, life has really been happening on life's terms lately, and I've not been in a place to create my own episodes, so it feels amazing to be back at it on a Sunday morning, sitting at my kitchen table without a real script in front of me, but just some ideas. And I thought that I would open this episode with a love letter. I had shared part of it on Instagram yesterday, and I thought I'd share it here and expand on it a little bit. Very often on this podcast, I mention the acronym HALT, which is a really handy self-assessment to help with regulation. And when we use the acronym HALT, we are asking ourselves, am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? And we are doing that, To bring ourselves back into right relationship with ourselves, a sort of reconciliation, but also a reconciliation with the moment. Being where our feet are and recognizing what's actually going on. And this is an incredible tool for our emotional toolkit. And as corny as using acronyms can sound, I actually find that this is very, very helpful. And so in asking myself this question of HALT throughout the last few months, I have come to some realizations. And the first one is that I'm pretty much always hungry, which doesn't really surprise me as someone who loves to cook. But I am also definitely lonely. And lately, I am not just tired, but I am extremely exhausted. And yesterday, I actually shared with someone that I feel that I am just running on fumes at this point. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think that happens to a lot of us. And we don't give ourselves permission to actually give it a name or talk about it or share about it because we feel uncomfortable. We don't want to bring that attention to ourselves. But the one question about HALT that really tripped me up was the question of anger. And I've often heard it said that anger is just SAD's bodyguard meaning that our inner sadness is often masked by outward anger. It's almost more socially acceptable to be angry than it is to connect with our feelings of sadness. Well, lucky for everyone, I have no bodyguard, and I have just been sitting with my sad, pretty much waiting until it gets bored with me and moves on to some other host. And just me sharing that can bring up things in people who are listening that can seem so embarrassing so cringe that you're sitting here talking about feeling sad and why don't you do something about it instead of talking about it and i'm bringing this up because i think very often when we share very human feelings of sadness they're very often met with extremes it's that thing that you are not allowed to say out loud and that you are expected to divorce yourself from with haste. And there's this belief that our sadness has no message whatsoever. It's the feeling that no one wants to hold. I mean, have you ever met those people who say things like, good vibes only? And you're just like, have we met? I am not just good vibes. I am All the vibes, sometimes the very unfortunate and unattractive vibes, because I'm a human being. And like Walt Whitman said, I contain multitudes, and that's okay. And I bring this up because it's also really normal to not want to hold those feelings, not want to bring them to the surface. And when other people bring them up, we think that, oh, I have to get away from that as fast as possible, even when we are empathetic and kind and loving. Someone brings something up that we don't want to connect with, and we immediately feel this urge to push it away. And it's really funny because when I shine a light on this feeling I have, this profound sadness that's been moving through my life lately, I hesitate to share it with the people in my life, which is really interesting that I'm sharing it on a podcast, but I think it's actually more relatable when we're talking about it as a collective. Than it is when I'm looking at someone in front of me and talking about it. Because very often the response is, What are you going to do about it? Change this, fix this, get away from this. It's almost as if this sadness, which I believe has a very appropriate place in my life, it has a seat at the table. It did not come out of nowhere, it came out of circumstance. It's almost as if this sadness is an intrusive spider that I've found in my bathroom in the middle of the night and that I should be scooping it up in my hands and placing it outside, away from me, where it belongs. And as uncool and as unattractive as it is, I actually think that my sadness belongs to me. I think it is a great messenger. I think that it's a love letter from my future self reminding me that I want more, I am capable of more, and that I just have to keep going, putting one foot in front of the other, and doing the next right thing. I don't have to go above and beyond. I don't have to fix everything. Not everything is my responsibility. I can just keep going and make decisions based on the information I have at the time. I also want to share something about loneliness, because I know that whenever I mention the word lonely, I get a pretty extreme response. First of all, people are like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you have any friends? And I obviously have friends and family and people who care about me in my life. The reaction to that word lonely is so similar to when we share about feelings of sadness. We are programmed to reject loneliness or see it as some kind of personal failure or see it as something that only happens to a few people and there's definitely something wrong with those people so we have to get away from them versus the truth which is that all of us experience those feelings of loneliness and sometimes we don't know what to name it and we do all sorts of things to distance ourselves from it that are very socially acceptable. But it's not socially acceptable to just call it by its name and say I'm lonely. I've had this feeling moving through me, and that's exactly what it is. And what I would like to say about loneliness is that it doesn't mean being without people. Very often, loneliness simply means being without connection, understanding, or alignment. And loneliness, like sadness, isn't something we have to run from. In fact, I feel like the real magic and alchemy and transformation happens when we lean into loneliness, and we see what is it bringing up to the surface in my life, in my consciousness. What am I running away from? And what am I anchoring into? And I can share for me personally that my life changed drastically at the end of 2019. And then as a collective, our lives changed in 2020. And then as luck or life would have it, my life has changed drastically again, over and over again. In the last 18 months, and so many of those changes were just beyond my control. It was just life on life's terms, and I think a lot of you can probably relate to that. And I really think it would have been way too much pressure or way too forced if I expected myself to feel completely aligned, understood, and connected while I was going through a mental and emotional spin cycle, not to mention physical. I've gently shared that I've had a lot of physical and health issues lately, and I didn't see any of them coming. They were all a surprise, and I had to show up and meet each one with the information I had at the time. And even though I didn't completely understand all of the changes that were happening in my life, instead of bullying myself into accepting them or some kind of fake happiness or for socialization, or that thing where we are determined to make our outsides look so much better than our insides, and we hold up that mask on our face, even though it's a thousand pounds, and we want to set it down, you know I didn't do that, and I wasn't ready to do that. I just sat with those things that were coming up in my life and decided to offer myself grace, grace being that unearned favor that grace that we don't think we deserve, that we haven't worked hard enough for, we haven't worn ourselves down enough for, that we should do something extra to receive, that unearned favor and grace, I just began making space for that in my life. And while it wasn't easy, I continued to lovingly detach myself from the story of who I should be through all of this the expectations of perfection that I have of myself or how the world is telling me I should show up and be. And while it's not sexy or even particularly cool or something that we really wanna talk about, there is something so wildly powerful about grace that organically leads to humility. Humility being this realization that we are an intrinsic part of something so much bigger than us. We are a conduit for all the things moving through life. And that really organically leads to connection and coming back into right relationship with ourselves and with others. And I just want to end on a thought I've shared here really often. And that is that wholeness doesn't mean perfection. It means that all of you is welcome here. It means that no part of you is rejected. No part of you is left out. There's nothing about you that you have to hide behind your back. All of you is welcome here. So I know this was a short episode and it really was simply just a love letter, but I did want to share it and get back in the swing of recording and connecting with all of you. Thank you so much for your emails and your notes and your DMs and your comments. I so appreciate them. I read them all and I'm so happy to be connecting again. So until next time, please make sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast listening platform. Maybe send me a note at loveletters and mixtapes at gmail.com. Rate, review this podcast, connect in some way. I hope you have a beautiful week. And again, I am so glad you're here.